0: You're listening to a teaching from Vintage Church LA. This week we're hearing from lead pastor, Gare Jones. Amen. Amen. Well, good morning. Uh, Johnny mentioned earlier that this is Discipleship Sunday, which is kind of just once a year, we kind of orient for the year ahead. It's the beginning of September. Many of us are back from wherever we've travelled. And we're answering the question, how do we grow together as followers of Jesus? What does it look like here at Vintage as we orient for the year ahead? Whether you're starting college, you have orientation week, whatever it is, we're kind of taking a Sunday to go, this is what it likes to be part of our community and follow Jesus together. In other words, if you're asking the question, how do I grow here at Vintage? How do I follow? How do we do that here? This is what this Sunday is about. Because following Jesus is the most precious invitation that one could ever receive. So let's begin by looking at this invitation. In John's Gospel in chapter one, we read this. We read, the next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, come, follow me. Philip was from Bethsaida, Andrew and Peter's Hometown. Philip went to look for Nathanael and told him, we have found the very person Moses and the prophets wrote about. His name is Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nazareth, exclaimed Nathanael. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Well, come and see for yourself, Philip replied. As they approached, Jesus said, Now here is a genuine son of Israel, a man of complete integrity. Uh, How do you know about me? Nathanael asked. Jesus replied, I could see you under the fig tree before Philip found you. Then Nathanael exclaimed, Rabbi, you are the son of God, the king of Israel. Jesus asked him, do you believe this just because I told you I had seen you under the fig tree? Mate, you're going to see greater things than this. I added mate, by the way. Um, But then he said, I tell you the truth. You will all see heaven open and the angels of God coming up and down on the Son of Man, the one who is the stairway between heaven and earth. In this opening chapter of John's gospel, we see two types of community gathering around Jesus. We see the Philips, the ones who are following Jesus, the ones who are looking at him going, okay, this is the guy I wanna follow. As well as the Nathaniels, the ones who are like, eh, I'm not too sure. I'm, eh, I'll come and see for myself. Jesus always gathered these two types of community around him, the exploring and the following. The exploring and the following. And when we started Vintage way back in 2011, these two communities were at the heart of this new church. We wanted to be a place where those who were following Jesus in this beautiful, crazy city called Los Angeles could gather together and be fed and follow Jesus together and care for each other and love one another and grow together. We wanted to be that kingdom community in a bit of a, as a minority in this culture. But at the same time, we didn't want to just be about us. We wanted to be a church, not just for the Philips, but also for the Nathaniels, those who were exploring, those who wanted to see for ourselves. As Philip said, look, just come and check him out for yourself. We wanted to be a church for the exploring and the following. Now, that was unusual for many people. On this slide here, you'll see both up there. You'll see that uh, we've got a problem with the slides. That's fine. But we got exploring and following. And sometimes you may have been in a church which kind of emphasizes the other. The, the challenge we're setting before ourselves here at Vintage is to be both. To be a place where people can explore, but also be a place where you can be fed and discipled and grow in your walk with Jesus. And this morning we're gonna look particularly at what it means then here at Vintage to follow Jesus together. What does it mean for us theologically but also practically to follow Jesus, to be his disciple? Disciple is a confusing word. It's, been, it's used in many different contexts. In the original context used by Jesus, it was a very well-known technical term. To be a disciple of Jesus meant to follow a rabbi. A rabbi in the first century was a teacher who held a certain portfolio of teachings that would attract people to go, man, I'm with you. And a disciple would be someone who goes, okay, I'm gonna follow you because I like what you're saying. I'm gonna learn from you. I'm gonna follow you. And the word... The context of the word disciple in Hebrew is Talmudin, which is less about I'm gonna learn from you like a student in a class at college. It's more like an apprentice in a workshop. I'm going to learn what it means to do life like you. It's not so much going to church on a Sunday and listening to something and learning, But it's more like, oh my, this is a way of life. This is a doctrine that translates into living out who you are. It's kind of like when you go to a Pilates class or something, you can't just sit at the back and watch what people are doing and go, wow, this is great teaching. (laughs) In fact, you might get arrested if you do that the same thing with being an apprentice to Jesus. It was never, it'd be unheard of for people to go, oh, it's just listening and memorizing Jesus's sermons. It was about becoming an apprentice, him coaching you. And an apprentice therefore was you learning principally three things. It was learning as an apprentice of Jesus, So on the slide here, to be with Jesus, to be in relationship with him, to become like him, and then to do the things that he did. This was what it meant to be an apprentice of a rabbi, is to build relationship, to grow in relationship with Jesus. Secondly, to become like him, to take on, not to lose your personality, not for you, not to be you anymore, but to go, oh my gosh, there's something about this person that I want. I want his joy. I want his purpose. I want his peace. I want that character in my life. I don't wanna lose who I am, but I wanna become my best self through taking on the character of Jesus. Jesus talks about this character in terms of the fruit of the spirit, love and joy, peace. I want to be like him. And I want to do what he did. I want to live into my purpose in life. I want to live out This way of living that was other-centered, that changed lives around, that brought contributions to those, that you saw Jesus go around, right? He brought reconciliation and justice and grace to people. He healed the sick. He included the lost and the least. He transformed society around him. And to become an apprentice of Jesus is to enter into all of these three things in your life. This is the great invitation of Jesus to us. To come and be transformed. To come and take on the life of Jesus. I grew up feeling this was a bit of an imposition. It was like, oh, this sounds like hard work. It's like, oh, I've got to be a disciple. I can't just re- chill. You know? I can't just go to church. I've got to do something. It felt overwhelming at times. It felt like, oh, I had to go memorize things. I had to go do things. It felt very much performative growing up. What I realized is the invitation of Jesus is not the invitation just simply to do lots of things, it's to become someone. It's to become who God has created us to be. See, when I came to Jesus, I felt about this the other day, when I came to Jesus and when I come to him every day, it's not so much I come to him a whole happy person. I'm deeply broken. I mean, when I think of my life coming to Jesus, it's kind of like this slide of like a a knotted ball of yarn. And this rings true to me because when I was growing up, my grandmother lived in a working class neighborhood, coal mining village in the south of Wales, and she would knit all the clothing. Yay, Christmas sweater from my gran. But yarn was incredibly valuable and often it would just be in a big bag and it would get knotted and jumbled up. And when I used to visit my gran, it would be, hey, hey, yeah, can, you, can you untangle? I went, really, can't we just go out and buy some more to a, a woman who'd grown up in the depression? It's like, what? This is valuable. Hard work, my grandson. And so I would untangle. The yarn was valuable, but It was knotted. It was just like, this is all messed up. And gradually, after minutes and hours and weeks, it would be untangling. And then what was untangled would then be quickly swept up through the knitting needles into the most exciting blue sweater. But it would be transformed into something precious. It was all, but the thing is, it was always precious. It was just tangled. And that's how kind of I come to Jesus. I I might humbly suggest, despite you being amazing, you probably are tangled too. Yeah, I don't think any of us in our city needs persuasion that we are tangled up. You know, we're, we're living through mental health crises. We've got fears, depressions, relational traumas practical sufferings. I mean, there's a reason why LA is not obsessed with are we broken, LA is obsessed with how do we heal? And we're turning to lots of physical fitness or IV vitamin shots and surgeries because we're going, we are tangled up and physical fitness is all great of some value, but we kind of know, man, we're tangled. And it was into this reality of our lives where he came to his disciples and said, like, come follow me. Come to me all who are weary and heavy laden and I will untangle you and give you rest. I am the bread of life. If you eat of me, you will be untangled and you'll never be hungry again. (laughs) Look, the thief will steal, kill and destroy. The thief spiritually and the thief of this culture will tangle you up. But I have come that I may untangle you and give you life and life to the full. See, the great call to discipleship to follow Jesus is not an imposition to more. It's an invitation to healing. It's an invitation to be the person that you know is who you long to be on the other side of a knotted Ball of yarn. And Jesus meticulously by his spirit comes in. When you come into his family, he comes into your life through his spirit and goes on this long journey of untangling. I've sensed my life, maybe you, breakthrough moments when finally, that knot just was released. There's a million more to go. But I found some freedom. Jesus has brought me peace. This is the invitation to discipleship. Dallas Willard says, there is no problem in human life that apprenticeship to Jesus cannot solve. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And we see that, right? Jesus demonstrates as you read the Gospels. He goes around untangling every type of knot. Physical healing, untangling. Relational trauma, untangling. Demonic oppression, untangling. Fear of the future and worry and anxiety, untangling. Not instantaneously sometimes, and most of the time it's a long journey of walking with Jesus. Just look at his disciples. They were pretty tangled still, but that journey of untangling had begun. And when we say at vintage, we want... To follow Jesus is the invitation to, oh, we are so desperate for Jesus to untangle us, to heal us, to free us. So coming to Vintage is the invitation to follow Jesus together as apprentices and go on a journey of untangling. In other words, if you're part of our community, it's an invitation to change. Not to stay the same, not to stay the tangled mess that we are, but to go, let's go on a journey together of following Jesus so that he may heal us, that he may untangle us. That we may grow in relationship with him. Discover how we were made to be in relationship to God, our Father, Christ, through the Holy Spirit. That in that relationship, we start to... See that as an inner transformation away from things that we don't want to be. To lay down the anxiety, the fears, the anger. And to find ourselves being transformed with love and joy and peace. To step out of meaningless existence or splashing around in the shallow pools of leisure, pleasure, treasure. And step into a deeper significance of God's purposes and plans Ah, this is what life is about. This is the invitation of Jesus to come follow and be transformed. But what does that look like then at Vintage? How do we actually go on that journey together? This is Discipleship Sunday where we're looking practically, if you're here as part of our community, we are saying we wanna help make it clear, this is how we're doing this together. And so the next half here is really going, look, as you approach the year ahead, this is how we are structuring our life together that we may, as apprentices of Jesus, be transformed. So the first thing is is exploring or following. Sundays are the practical space where we both, whether you're exploring Jesus or following Jesus, where we all gather together. Like here in John chapter one, they gathered around Jesus's teaching and his presence. Now we at Vintage try and do something which is quite hard actually, is Sunday services that explorers feel helped and following feel fed. Have you noticed that sometimes can be challenging? Sometimes you go, and I I value all the church of Jesus Christ and some of them emphasize explorers on a Sunday And some of them emphasize followers. We, because we just love to do hard things, we try and do both. We call it double impact. And so we want to bless those and feed those who are following Jesus. In other words, we want you to go home on a Sunday feeling like, oh yeah, I've been fed. I've just had a steak dinner. Or a very large kale salad or whatever, (laughs) whatever it means to be rich and full. I'm exploring to go, well, yeah, I'm not sure what I believe in. If you're here today, we are so happy that you're here. We value you because you can belong before you believe. We want to create space for you to explore with safety. And hopefully things I say will be helpful. Some things will go over your head. Some things always go over my head. But hopefully you'll find this is a safe space to explore as well as the following be fed. But we do two more things, one for explorers and one for following that are now becoming a primary way that you can explore and follow. The first is, unsurprisingly, if you want to explore Jesus, we have one primary venue for you, and that's called Alpha. If you've got friends who are exploring, let's go to the next slide here. If you are exploring Jesus, then Alpha, oh, sorry, 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 I've stopped, I forgot something. This is why they're going, you forgot a slide, here. Sundays, Teaching, we're excited just to say this fall, part of our teaching kind of program is having this double impact and depth in particular. And that's why uh, John Mark Homer was so excited as our new teacher in residence here at Vintage is gonna raise the level about 100, you know, which is so exciting. And so he'll be coming, uh, him and his family, who great friends are joining our community here at Vintage and he'll be uh, on the teaching. Rotation doing a series this fall, and he's going to start on a series on prayer. Four weeks on prayer. So excited about it! I've got an insight, a preview of it. Brilliant. I'm not going to tell you the dates uh, because we don't want just kind of the traveling roadshow of hey, John Mark's going to be there those four weeks. This is a he's part of our community, and so. Um, he'll be coming this fall to preach on that series. And then secondly, we have, uh, we believe in women preaching, which is exciting. Dr. Amy or Ewing, theologian and author, is coming back and November 12th. She'll be here. And she is an incredible speaker, teacher. So now my team at the back are going, you're back on track again, So it's good. So, but if you're exploring, we have Alpha. We see it kind of like a second Sunday service. It's not, It's another primary vehicle where if you're exploring, like I did in my 20s, I didn't actually find church very helpful on Sundays. So we have this thing called Alpha. I kind of see it as a second Sunday service, but on Tuesday nights. For people who want safety, want to ask the tough questions, to explore what they believe, re-examine what they grew up with maybe, and go on that authentic journey with other people. Now that, we do that three times a year, We always begin our Alpha with a come and just check it out night called the Alpha Launch Night, where you can just come one night and check it out. And so we have one coming up on the 19th. You'll see this invitation here on your seats. And this is for you or for you to give to someone with a QR code saying, look, we have a launch night. Why don't you come? I think everybody at Vintage should have a little mantra in their head. Who am I going to bring to the launch night? We normally have about 400 people come, mostly people outside the church. And it's a great night. We have food, dinner, open bar, uh, DJ. I give a short presentation, only like 15 minutes on what is Alpha. So they can, as in the words of Jesus or Philip to Nathaniel, hey, just come and see for yourself. And so that's all we're asking you to do. Who can you bring to the launch night? If you're worried about, is it gonna be an awkward environment Is it going to be weird? Well, we do everything to make it not that and just a great launch night. Here's a little film to show you a bit of the vibe of the Alpha launch night. So Tuesday the 19th, maybe just bring someone. A friend of mine often always just texts about 10 friends. Hey, do you want to come to this Alpha launch night with me? Should be lots of fun. It's just helping to understand what this Alpha thing is. Uh, and then she normally gets about three or four people to say, sure, I'll come. So it's very easy. But who can you bring to the Alpha launch night? To help people explore the Nathans, just come and see for yourself. That's what Alpha's all about. We then have something else I kind of want to say because we haven't really spoken about it much before. But at the end of Alpha, we have a little kind of transition course you can't see on the screen because it's so small, uh, but it's called Rooted, and Rooted are for those people who are going. I'm just beginning to follow Jesus. It's brand new kind of boot camp for like what is this Bible thing, you know? what? Well, how do I navigate? the the wilderness of Christianity, you know? And so if that's for you, we want to highlight that for people who go, I just need the foundations of what it means to be a Christian so I can begin that journey of following. But the big question at Vintage, which we've never actually answered for many years, is what's the simple one thing that we want to invite you into to be an apprentice of Jesus, to follow him? That's been the question. And many people have asked me that. It's like, yeah, what, 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 do you, what do I need to do? What do I need to get involved with? Because for better or for worse, we've got lots of things, but it can confuse people. And we have a lot of amazing things going on, and we're going to continue doing these. They're amazing. We have, you can't read them, but you know, there's women's Bible study, emotionally healthy spirituality. We have prayer retreats. We have the nest. We have all sorts, kingdom comes, and they're all fantastic. But I don't know about you, but sometimes I go, there's just a lot. How are we actually making disciples here at Vintage? How are we actually intentionally following Jesus together? And so I'm taking this time this morning because I want to say we're launching something brand new where we answered this question, how do I grow at Vintage? Where all of these things aren't stopping, but we are going, but this is the baseline. Like alpha is where you go to explore. This is where we go as the foundation of you here at Vintage following. And these, this vehicle of growth is what we are calling simply vintage communities, vintage communities, where you get into a small community and you go on a journey of being an apprentice of Jesus together. Some of you are going, well, hang on a minute, aren't, don't we have those things called friend groups? Well, next slide. Friend groups are becoming vintage communities, but we're going further. Because the vintage community is now the place where we are putting all of our kind of best efforts to help us follow Jesus together. What does that mean? Well, on the next slide, you'll see, what is a vintage community? It's weekly, it's gonna be in semesters, so you'll be in a community if you want to do this with us. You'll have semester seasons and then a break, just have a break. And it's really where we are going, this is where we follow Jesus together in community. We're doing life together. We're becoming like Jesus together and we're serving others together. In other words, we're doing what the 12 disciples did, where Jesus gathered that group. But significantly, we want to make these things phenomenal in your life. So Johnny, Kira, and myself and the broader team have put in place, next slide, within these communities, a two-year discipleship pathway. This is not just come and pray and read a book together. We've curated what we feel over six semesters are the contents that I'm super excited about. I've been around church a long time and I sometimes go, yeah, okay, that's good. But we're going, no, let's curate the content that it's like, this is awesome. What that breaks down to over six semesters are five modules of the teachings of Jesus and one core missional practice of doing Alpha, where the whole group go off and help run Alpha, as are, let's go help Nathaniels. Those five modules are the five things that we say kind of summarize the teachings of Jesus. Word, so... A, pro, a course called Deep Theology for Everyone, which we're writing right now. Spirit, what does it mean to be a Holy Spirit-filled people? The Spirit-filled life. Formation, John Mark Homer has just finished writing and we'll be piloting together the Practicing the Way course within our vintage communities. John Tyson, our friend over at Church of the City of New York, has written a great course on the missional life. I go, man, no need to do anything else, that's epic. And then we're writing right now what it means to be family, what it means to be the family of God in a culture of radical individualism and how we live generously and live together as family. So these six things, five modules plus alpha will take a two year journey where we go, man, if you are looking to grow, this is kind of like we're throwing the best we got into these vintage communities that you can follow Jesus, that we can all follow Jesus together. You can do these things in any order. You don't have, there's no particular order to them. As you and your community decide, let's do the formation practicing the way course together. So if you go back to, so the next slide, you'll see this is kind of like the, the discipleship ecosystem here at Vintage. If you're exploring a following on Sundays, hopefully they'll bless you both. If you're exploring, Trialpha, Alpha is what brought me to Jesus in safety and exploration. If you're a brand new believer, brand new follower, Rooted is a beautiful program to help get you set up. And then for the rest of us following, we're following a vintage community. Get inside a vintage community. And just to stress, everything else is still epic and awesome. We're not stopping anything because they're needed in addition to those vintage communities, maybe there's a life stage thing. I'm a mum. I, I wanna be with mums, so we have the nest, or dad's prayer, or kingdom comes. These are all fantastic. But I do think it's helpful as a community to go, but this is the baseline. Some questions around vintage communities. Next slide is, well, how do I join one? And that's simply this, um, you can find one or form one you can find one by online, if you go online today, and if you use this QR code on your seat of how do I grow, this will take you to the Vintage Communities site webpage where you can find a group. Because some of them are going, we've kind of got one, but we'd love more people. But you can also form one where you go, I've already got a bunch of buddies, or some, we do life together, or these are my friends, and go on to form a group with that community who you believe God has connected you with. And many of you will go, great, I've already got like 10, 15 people, let's do this vintage community thing. Or it's like, we've got three or four of us, let's form one, go online and let's form one with Johnny, but then let's keep it open for others to join. Or maybe that you've, we're a full group and you can close. Jesus closed his group at 12. Because there's a certain amount of, we wanna do life together and go on this journey together and not be interrupted all the time with that changing. They're gonna be semester long, which means because they're doing these modules, it's hard to join a group at week six of a module. So what we have is every semester, three semesters, we have on-ramps where you can join a group or form a group. That on-ramp for the fall starts now. Over the next two, three weeks, you can find a group or form a group. It's kind of like a London bus like you, with the doors that are open. Like it's there, you hop on, and you've got two or, th- two or three strides. It starts to leave, and you hop on, but eventually it's going too fast, and it's gone. Well, you can hop on for the next two or three weeks, and then it's maybe gone until the next bus comes around next semester, and then you can hop on again. And if you go, well, what if I've missed it? What if I j- a friend comes in October? That's okay. Okay. There's a lot of things at Vintage they can enjoy and and get involved with. And then hop on a Vintage community next semester. But what hosting or teaching, well, who's going to host these things? Uh, Do I have to be an expert in these modules? No, you actually don't. The point is, no one really knows anything here. And we're just, this material is going to be teaching, right? So it's really, it's about hosting this material, not becoming the teacher. So if you go, I, I feel like I don't know any of this stuff. Well, congratulations, you're the ideal host of a vintage community because it's we're all in this together. We're all apprentices of Jesus together and the material is the teacher. So next slide. This is the invitation of September, 2023. It's to join us in following Jesus together. Over the next couple of weeks then, there's a definite next step. There's a, maybe Alpha's for you, or maybe you've got a friend, bring to the launch night. Maybe Rooted is for you. Maybe I'm a brand new believer. I need to get oriented in the basics. We'll come to Rooted. But for many of us, it's I'm following Jesus. I'm a disciple. I wanna be intentional about that, be untangled. I wanna go on a journey of growing in being like Jesus, being with Jesus and doing the things that he did. And so get into a vintage community, find one or form one. There are a couple of other things that you, we are still doing, which are amazing that you need to register for. So the Women's Bible Study registration is open now for that. There are other groups like social and interest groups, entrepreneur group, dad's group, The Nest, they're still going, you can go register for them. But as a pastor, I want to be accountable to Jesus and say, Jesus, I did everything I could to help people follow you. To get into a community where they are untangled. Where however long they're in Los Angeles, they go on a journey of being with you, growing like you, and doing the things that you did. And I'm excited to work with the team to offer this as a community. Let's go on this journey together. Importantly, not just for our sake, Being untangled is not just for your sake, it's for the sake of others. It's for the sake of your marriage, for the sake of your kids, it's for the sake of your friendship, and it's for the sake of our city. Transformed people transform communities. Dallas words are this. He said, the greatest issue facing the world today, next slide, the greatest issue facing the world today with all its heartbreaking needs is whether those... Who by professional culture identify as Christians will become disciples, students, apprentices, next slide, practitioners of Jesus Christ, steadily learning from him how to live the life of the kingdom of the heavens into every corner of human existence. This is the invitation of Jesus. This is when Jesus said to Philip, come follow me. Those words. He repeats to us today. Come, follow him. And let's do this together. Let's be untangled to bring glory to him, peace to our lives, and be a blessing to our city. Let's stand together. I'd love you just to close your eyes and just take a moment just to process with God what he's saying to you, or process what's going in your heart in prayer to him. I love our prayer team to come up, it would be great. Jesus, your invitation to Philip is your invitation to us today. Come follow me to become apprentices, to be on a journey together with others to grow in relationship with you, to become like you and to do the things that you did. So Lord, we invite you to fill these spaces. It's not by hard work, but it's by your spirit that you would lead us and transform us and shape us. We don't want to be a church who, you know what? We went to church, it was awesome. We sang songs, but we were never disciples, apprentices, being transformed. So as we go on this journey together, lead us, fill us, transform us. And as we worship you now, you are the centre. At the heart of everything is our relationship with you, worshipping you, bringing glory to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us for another week. We'd love to connect with you at one of our gatherings or online at vintagechurchla.com.